this is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to the Makers of Minnesota, where we are talking to cool people doing cool things. And there's a lot of cool people in the state, like from food makers to today, we have a beauty product maker. We have Jana Soyseth, who's Hi. here, and the company is Lucia Botanica. You are getting ready to be at the Christmas market coming up. I am on November eighth, uh, 9th, and tenth. Yes, there is the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique Show at US Bank Stadium. I'm at booth three twenty three, and there are. I have heard that there are like twenty nine thousand people coming to this. Yeah, there's a lot. There's you know all of the makers and and business owners invite all of their family and friends, so it's it's pretty big. There's yeah, a, so there's cool. an artisan section too. So. I'm going to yeah. come. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Definitely. And you are here with your husband, Luke Soises. So if mm-hmm. he, if you hear a man's voice, that's who he <laughs> that's is. That's me, yes. Also a business partner. Mm-hmm. And you guys are serial entrepreneurs that I've known for a while because you have a graphic design and right. do, would we say ad agency business yeah. called Mod & Co. Right. Yeah. We've been around doing Mod & Co for about 20, 20 years now. Mm-hmm. How did you decide... Um, so explain a little bit about the design business because mm-hmm. you guys have a unique partnership, I think, in how you do that. Mm-hmm. So I came from the uh, graphic design side and Luke came from the uh, the writing side. So we kind of, we don't step on each other's toes. So it, it, that works. I think that helps when it comes to a, a marriage and owning a business. Absolutely. Together. You need to have a clear lane. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. And so, um, yeah, we just went out and we started networking and when we first started and we we got that up and running with a few local um, clients, and then. Do you we remember s- who your first client was? Oh, who was it, Luke? It was the jazz um, business, the jazz restaurant, um, the Dakota. The oh, Dakota. the Dakota! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine worked there at the time. Yeah, the headline said "Think Outside the Dakota." We did yeah. an ad. Oh, cute! <laughs> they opened up their outside. Um, their patio yeah Yeah. which is a really nice patio yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it was back you know when they're in their other location sure but um yeah and then we started doing some responses to requests for proposals and picked up some nice um government type clients um and the good paying ones yeah (laughs) yeah they're kind of nice because you know you have a contract for a certain amount of time um and yeah and we just kind of word spread you know it's all word of mouth we never have advertised ourselves in any way but so what's interesting about looking at you because I'm kind of staring at your face (laughs) while you're talking I'm like okay because you're a woman of a certain age Mm -hmm. and you are not very wrinkly at all oh thank you so I'm curious how you're in this business with your husband and I know because we did some printing for you guys at my old company I know your business Mm -hmm. was solid Mm -hmm. what was it that you decided like wow I need to get into of all things skincare so well that kind of started it was kind of filling a a need that I, you know, I couldn't find a product that I wanted. I wanted to do something with my daughter as well. So she's kind of part of the, the Lucia Botanica sure. too. Um, but we both had this sort of, um, hormonal acne problem yep. and me, I'm, I just turned 50. So, yep. um, you know, during that, a lot of changing going on in my body and, and so I was in search of something that wouldn't dry out my skin because a lot of that really does, you know, you put it on, it dries it out, and it's like this never-ending circle of, you know, dryness and then trying to, and then breaking out 
under the dry. I mean, it was and just... your skin is reacting yeah, to that and just, trying to heal and creating more oil. Right, exactly. And so um, along with my daughter, we kind of talked about, you know, what kind of a business would, you know, we want to do. And she... How old is she? She's 14. So... Had she, because she'd always seen the two of you be solo entrepreneurs, was mm-hmm. that just like a given? Yeah. I, well, I think so. I, I think it was partly she was interested in it and, and, you know, for us being business owners, it was, we wanted to really show her, you know, entrepreneurship sure. and, you know, what, That's what so cool. you have to do and, you know, how you market a business and all that. Um, and so she has been helpful in the way that she, she's really into the beauty products and, you know, all of her friends, you know, she knows what's hot and what's, you know, what's selling right now really well. So that's been really helpful because I, I take a little cue from her on those types of things. And she tries all of my products and, um, and I'm trying to teach her now how to formulate as well. Um, so, so I'll back up a little, I went, um, we decided that we wanted to you know, do this beauty thing, but we wanted it to be all natural, um, just because of a lot of the studies that we had read about, um, you know, th- things affecting, um, the hormonal system in your body. Yeah. And, um, so we wanted to kind of, uh, really gear it towards, um, completely natural plant-based ingredients. So I went back to school and learned how to formulate organic, um, skincare. Wow. Where did you go? It's, um, it was an online course out of the UK that's called Formula Botanica and it's, um, amazing school. I would recommend it to anyone who's interested in getting into it, but they're, they're super helpful. Everything's online, but it's, you, you feel like you're kind of, you know, an in, in-person classroom cause it, there's Facebook live Isn't that things so going cool It's so cool. You yeah. could just have taken this course to learn how to do this from the UK. Right. Very right. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what got me into it, and then I spent the last two years um, developing a line that could help with the the acne, the hormonal acne part of it. So, um, so that's I launched that uh, about a year ago, and then um, this. I've, you know, kind of continued to add some products in. Yeah, there's argan body blends, hair and beard care. Yep. Soap. Yep. A I lot bought, of oil I actually products. brought um, oh, a little something for you. So I brought you a um, the French um, green clay mask, which oh. is papaya and pineapple enzymes in there that help exfoliate. And then I brought you a little, um, I call it uh, about face. It's a moisturizer. And... That's Luke's. That's favorite. my favorite. Yeah, that's favorite. people <laughs> ask me sometimes um, because I was a cancer survivor. Like, well, what mm-hmm. do you use? You know, I use essential oils for deodorant, mm-hmm. and then I've always just slathered my face in oil. Yeah, always have. Even it like olive oil, or in the day I even use like baby oil and vegetable yeah. oil because I'm kind of just dry. Mm-hmm. Right, and then I started putting it on my hair and. I always just have slathered myself in oil, which people think is so funny, but that is becoming more of a trend now that instead of the creams and the Mm -hmm. tonics that really a lot of these essential oil-based oils and plant-based oils are really good for you. Right. They are. There's a lot of um, omega-6 fatty acids in the oils that are really good for repairing skin. And uh, one thing that people... Um, they think like, you know, an oil, if you have oily skin, don't put an oil on your skin, but it's the complete opposite because the oil can actually help balance your, 
your skin. So you're not, you know, you're not overproducing that, right. it's that dryness and it makes your, your overproduce the sebum and that makes your face look oily. But if you're actually kind of balancing it with give, providing these fatty acids that it needs, then it's not you know. having to work so hard. Right. Right. Um, when I saw your products right away, I was like, oh, this is really beautifully designed. So obviously you. you designed it, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and actually, um, we had some of our designers who I would like to thank also. Our designers are awesome that work for Mod, Um, and so they helped out a lot too. So yeah, it was kind of a team effort. When you, so you now have soaps and you have oils and you have things for men too with beard oils. Mm-hmm. So now you have all of these products and you formulate them. Mm -hmm. So like is inventory, like how do you know how much to inventory? Because are you primarily (laughs) selling online or at pop-ups? Yeah, it's primarily online right now. Um, at pop-ups, I'm working on getting into some more wholesale. So that's, we've just been trying to kind of, I don't know, feel our way through that. Cause we, it's our first, um, you know, as far as tracking inventory, we come from a service based Mm -hmm. business. So, um, so it's something we're learning every day about. So I, I, you know, getting ready for this show, I had to order ingredients about three different times just to, you know, make sure that I had enough for the holiday, you know, enough, um, product. Um, so it's, it's kind of a, I just, we're kind of feeling our way through it. And if yeah. you go and you sell out like at this show, let's just say that happens, then do you have to go into mass production mode because right. you will have holiday orders, I'm assuming. Right. Exactly. And do you market your, so people order online currently or mm-hmm. find you to pop up. Do you market like through SEO or how do people find you? Yeah. Currently SEO, social media. I do a lot of, um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I, I will be running some Facebook ads as soon as um, we kind of make it through this holiday season, you know. Kind do of you do a, that for your existing client base so you have a yeah. little bit of like you know what to do? Right. Mm-hmm. I have heard that the way to do Facebook marketing is as niche as you can. Yes. That that's whatever money you have, you you laser target it on. So for on your you, demographic, yep. I'm assuming you're going to do like women XYZ mm-hmm. age to XYZ age. Right. Um do you like test? Do you do AB testing? Or? I, I do sometimes. Well, for the, for, uh, our current clients for mod, we do AB testing, you know, whether it be, you know, testing two different images that might, you know, affect someone differently, um, or a video versus a carousel ad, sure. um, those types of things, but it could even be a headline that we might test. And Facebook tends to be I believe more women focused anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instagram is obviously pretty women focused too. Right. So you're set up for some success there. Right. Uh, does your daughter help with that because they're so adept at social media? She does. She helps with, um, just kind of putting the word out on social media herself. I mean, she is, it's a whole new generation, <laughs> a 14 year old on she's social probably media. in TikTok. I would assume too. She is. Yeah. 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 She's on all, all the popular platforms. So, um, and so she'll sometimes even teach me things about yeah. social media, you know, um, that I wasn't aware of. So she, and she'll do some photos for me once in a while, some lifestyle shots. And- do you feel like I was just talking to someone about Instagram the other day and my instinct has been that it's getting a little less refined, that it's more organic, more aspirational, inspirational, mm-hmm. and also more um, 
authentic mm-hmm. and not so staged and not so posed. And that sounds ironic because there's all these like Instagram influencers that make everything look like they just took the shot, but then you see they have a camera crew of 20. Right. <laughs> but in a lifestyle product and particularly a beauty product, like mm-hmm. you have to really feel that. Are you feeling like it's more organic in its authenticity or are you really like scheduling all these shoots and then trying to make it look organic? Yeah, that's, that's a balance. I I think to, you really try and, and do it right. I mean, I, I believe that authenticity is the number one. Um, so, um, I always try to focus there, but I, I do, you know, just because of time constraints, I have to, you know, take photos at, you know, a certain time, um, because I may not have time to do it you know, in the next week. So, um, so there is some scheduling involved too. So it's a little, you know, kind of a balance, I think of trying to be authentic, but also, you know, getting in the time that you need to take, you know, decent quality photos. This is kind of a weird statement too, but someone said our age and I'm your same age, Mm -hmm. our age thinks of Facebook and Instagram like ads So they think of it like images and pictures Mm -hmm. and like you're composing an ad, right? Mm -hmm. And then like someone younger who's, this is all they've ever known. They think of it like, not like an ad at all, but like a canvas and Mm -hmm. it's this creativity Mm -hmm. and it's showing the product in its natural setting and the way you would Mm -hmm. use it. And so those staged photographs or product photography, mm-hmm. as it were, doesn't appeal to them at all. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I, in some of the brands that I'm working on in the social media space, we're right in that line of, you know, we think we need product shots and we think we need this salad to look a certain way mm-hmm. when really what people want to see is that you're just putting three ingredients into a bowl and drizzling the dressing over it and tossing right. it. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, and I think... I think Facebook or um, Instagram stories really helps to l- loosen you up a little bit too. Cause it's not, it doesn't seem like, you know, people are expecting it to be so formal and, and it goes away so fast. Yeah. And that's right. usually, I tell the, the clients, like if we want to be a little more informal and mm-hmm. it feels more comfortable to you to do it in the story setting, then let's do that. Right. Until right. you get, you know, a little more of a feel for it. Yeah. And it is weird on your feed. Like you have all these beautiful shots mm-hmm. and then to kind of throw a random knot, yeah. Well lit. <laughs> it just sort of ends up looking kind of brown. Or right. Gray. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I imagine with beauty, you're thinking about that all the time. I am. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, create a, a brand look online um, that's consistent. I mean, we've been in that business um, for quite a while. So to have a product that I can actually, you know, work with some of that on and really create sort of a feel around it, I think is, um, it's important to me. Do you tag products and do you actually sell right from the online space? I actually, I haven't sold directly from Instagram or Facebook. They've come through there, um, but they've gone to the website to purchase. Mm -hmm. So, um, but they've found me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And do you, let's talk about hashtags for a minute, Mm -hmm. because again, I think talking to you, you're in this really competitive space. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, hashtags are in one way identifying yourself and tagging your brand and all of that. And if someone wants to follow your brand, they can do it that way. But there's this whole school of like niche hashtags and micro Mm -hmm. hashtags. And do you think that you're getting people to see your product from hashtagging? 
Yes, I Tell think so. Tell me about that. Um, well, I've posted, you know, several times with maybe one or two hashtags. Um, and then um, I'll do a little more, you know, research on a uh, specific hashtag. And so I'll start using more and more. And then I see, you know, I see the um, the audience grow with that. So um, I think especially, um, you know, my products are all vegan. Um, so, and there's a big, big vegan there is. <laughs> crowd out there. So, um, so I really get a lot from that, from, I get a lot of, um, engagement through the vegan community. And are you using like hashtag vegan or hashtag vegan, but then trying to find the nichier? Yeah. So I use like hashtag vegan beauty products, um, or hashtag green beauty products right. and that sort of a thing. So I try to narrow it a little bit, you know, so that, that maybe it's a hashtag that has about um, anywhere from 10 to 50,000. Versus the ones versus that are like really salad. big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do you, um, oh, I just lost my train. Oh, how many do you use? Like you can use up to 30. I use as many as I can You do, because there's a whole school of mm-hmm. thought now like, yeah well, you should really only use five to 10 at that point it's overload. And then other people are like, no, you should use as many as you yeah, can. Yeah. I mean, I figure you can use that many. So why not? You yeah. know, it, if you can reach more people, then why, why not? Use do you them tag in your post or do you tag in comments? Oh, I do both. You know, sometimes why do you do both. I just kind of try and like, I try to test it to see if it, you know, anything, if people were to, you know, have more engagement doing it one way or another, I haven't really noticed anything, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, um, so I think it looks a little neater if it's in the comments, mm-hmm. um, rather than in the post, but so I, I'll continue to play, I think. And, and are you using any influencer marketing either paid or unpaid yet? Yeah. Well, I just started some influencer marketing. So, um, it's actually with a, an online, um, program that they set you up with micro influencers. What's it called? Um, it's called Shirley. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's new. It's in beta right now. And they actually reached out to me, um, and gave me sort of a deal to, to start. Yeah. So what they do is they, they go out and, um, they collect, uh, they give you a list in your industry, in your niche area, and then um, you upload that to their program and you do all of the, your emails through this program. So you do all the reaching out through there. Um, and then out of, um, you know, if you have a list of 100, they figure you'll get about 10 influencers that are mm-hmm. interested. Uh, and then you um, send them product. Yep. Uh, and then they, uh, the Shirley program collects all of your stories, um, all of everything, every post that all of these influencers have done. So you can keep them and, re- and so they don't disappear. You can reuse them on your own, um, social media on and, your platform. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's a way to collect all of that. that right. It is when you're doing it for a client, like someone will post something and you didn't check your Instagram that day for them. And right. then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, there were two stories that I missed and right. I don't have it tagged. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think just keeping it all in one place is really, I mean, otherwise you can be looking <laughs> yeah. where did that post go. <laughs> and you're trying to follow hashtags. Right. And, right. And, and social media is 24 seven. So exactly. it can feel really like a full-time job for a lot of entrepreneurs. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just started this, uh, program. So I have, you know, the verdict isn't in yet, sure. but um, I'm hoping that it's, you know, cause it really does seem like I can make it a little easier and 
you know. Are there people that you benchmark against in the beauty space? Like Aveda obviously comes to mind or intelligent nutrients or people that have, um, plant-based products and Aveda maybe a little less since it's been bought by Estee Lauder. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, you mean as far as like the, the quality of ingredients or as far as I guess all of it, like are there people that you admire that you go, Oh, that's interesting. This person did this. Maybe I should think about that. Or this person is marketing this way. Maybe I should look at that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always followed like herbivore botanicals. Uh I really like their, products um you know just they started at a a farmer's market too and so it's kind of a similar path um but I I really kind of try to just stay in my lane and focus on you know because otherwise I feel like you get you know sort of a um you know you feel like oh they're so much better than me and so much you know and you get this thing in your head so if I just like focus and stay in my lane uh, that doesn't happen as often I actually (laughs) love that thought you don't have the FOMO of I should just be I should be doing more like I'm not doing enough and that's a real thing that entrepreneurs face right particularly if they have other jobs which you do Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh I I can never do enough I can never keep up yeah it can feel a little self-defeating so I like that you have turn that inward into I'm going to do this and I'm going right. to do this yeah. to the best of my ability and focus on me. Yeah. I mean, I always, you know, I keep an eye out on Instagram and sure. I'll follow people once in a while or, you know, products, um, just mostly to see like packaging and things like that, that are interesting to me. But, um, yeah, I try to, you know, just keep my, keep my mind in the right spot so right. that I don't feel like, Oh, I can never do this, you know? And how do you balance? Um, and Luke, maybe you can chime in on this. So you have a day job, which mm-hmm. is your primary job and your partnership that you're in, but now you have this other business. Do you like one day a week I work on this business or is it just that each day you are doing both? How does that all work? Yeah, I think it is. It's, it's, um, we're lucky in that we run the other business as well. So we have some freedom to move around a little bit and take some time off over here or change my hours or do, do that sort of a thing. So is it structured or more organic? It's more organic. It's as needed and so on right now we're ramping up for the holidays. So we're quite busy, you know, and taking a little time away from mod to work on this, um, and the event as well. Yep. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty organic at this point. Mm-hmm. And it must be, so just, and I don't know why I'm looking at you, Luke, but maybe cause you're the man and I'm sexist. So <laughs> you like, you know, that modern company, let's just, I'm making up numbers here. Like whatever work you generate, it makes a hundred dollars an hour for the family. Right. And like this business probably isn't making a hundred dollars an hour mm-hmm. or anything at this point. So do you like have to keep your eye on, okay, this is our business that pays us the money that keeps us going to work on that. How do you think about that? Or do you talk about that? Absolutely, we do. Yeah, absolutely, because we can't we can't take so much away from the one yes. to do this. However, we're so excited about this, and we've got so much belief in it right now that we're we're it's hard to not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I like a new thing is always fun, right? Shiny right. new exactly, toy, like right? over here, yeah. over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And if your daughter's involved in it too, that adds a whole component, just as family time and work right. family mm-hmm. time. You guys happen to work from home, so exactly. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like you always work? Um, you know, <laughs> Luke's saying, yeah, yes, he's shaking his head. I, I do. But, um, the, 
you know, mod feels a little more work to me because it's, you know, it's a little more formal. We have contracts and... And you're working on other and, clients' projects. Yeah, deadlines. Mm-hmm. And whereas this other, um, Lucia Botanica is just, um, it's kind of a passion, uh-huh. you know, and something that I enjoy doing. So it doesn't seem as much like work as, you know, as mod might. <laughs> so have you had other pop-ups? Yes, we do a, a maker's market actually for on Grand Avenue that we, um, as mod, we... Uh, coordinate that maker's market. So it's a small one just in the bread and chocolate building. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, that that one's coming up on November 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that you guys coordinated that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, well, Grand Avenue is one of our, or ESCOM properties is one of our clients. So um, they're great to work with and they w- wanted us to create some events in that space. So What other makers come to that event? Are there any that come top of mind? Um, let's see. Oh my who's on the list this year. So there's, um, there's a couple of fine artists. Um, there's some jewelry makers, some chocolates, chocolate. Yeah. Fun. Dancing bear chocolate is one. They're really good chocolate. Okay. I'm going to write yeah. that down. Dancing bear chocolate. Um, yeah, I'll have to look at my list this year and see, I it's can get you with it. Yeah. It's a great little event. It's not, it's not big. We have 25 to 30 makers. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Not through the roof though. And it's easy to get through and, and people are real excited. We don't charge for it. Yeah. People so. can just come and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Hell raising hot sauce is another one. Oh, they do a great job. Yeah. 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 They come to some of my markets that I do. Yeah. Um, it's fun. When you, when I was looking at your website, one thing stuck out to me about the mission mm-hmm. and that you are mission-based in trying to engage more girls and women in science and mm-hmm. in the formulation piece of this. Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? Well, I think um, just seeing my daughter at the age that she's in and that they, she's very excited about science and very good at science right now. And that's not an uncommon thing. And um, often it tends to women steer, you know, somewhere else after they get out into college, kind of right around junior high and high school, it kind of falls apart. Right. So it's just to, you know, try to, um, encourage, um, young girls and women to stick with it because there's a lot of jobs out there and a lot of jobs are being filled by men because there aren't enough women in that industry. Um, and there are fun things you can do with sciences, whether it's formulating or whether it's, um, you know, a food scientist or, you know, things like that, that can be really interesting, but it's just trying to persuade them to stick with it, um, and, um, you know, make a career out of it. They could have a wonderful career in science if they were to, you know, stay with it. So when you went back to school to learn the formulas and how to formulate these products, did you have to learn like more math? And mm-hmm. I mean, that had to be kind of daunting to go yeah. back into that school environment. And Definitely. Yeah. There's chemistry. A, yep. A lot of chemistry, a lot of math involved. There's a lot of, um, you know, learning about all each of these ingredients, you know, as far as their fatty acid content sure. and things like that. So there's a, um, there's quite a bit involved and I'm still learning every day. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's something that I wish I would have kept up with when I was, you know, after, after school, I went into the travel industry, I think, and, and then into marketing and, but this is something that has always interested me is the field of science. So. What's your number one seller? Um, I would say the about face, which I gave you a little sample of here, but that's my family, my 
um, nieces and nephews and everyone uses it in the family and they love it. So what is it specifically? Is it a facial oil? Yeah, it, it's a moisturizer. Okay. So it's a really light, um, cream moisturizer oh, or nice. lotion. Yeah. It is nice. That's the one that I really like. I was, <clears throat> when I was growing up, I moved out with my sister as a young man and she turned me on to Clinique products <laughs> and I couldn't afford that, but I bought it anyway because I wanted to. So I've always used the Clinique face lotion like all my life. And then when she was starting this, I said, well, you know, I do, I use Clinique, so I'm not, you know, and she said, well, let's try mine. So she did it and it's very, very similar and, um, in, in all respects, but what struck me and what this whole thing struck me with is, is that it, it is really is all natural and everything yeah. that's in it, you know what it is. We don't think about the skin as a, as, as a an, breathing organism, a breathing mm-hmm. organism, but it is right. Everything we rub on our skin goes into our body. And if you look at some of the, the, you know, the different lotions and stuff and just read that list of chemicals in there, it's just mind boggling, you know? Um, so I, I was so impressed and that's what got me excited about this is like, wow, this is good. Uh, the quality is amazing, and um, it really is natural. And so that feels good. So mm-hmm. we have a couple of places where we can see you. So November, is it 6th? No, it's the 8th, 9th, and 10th. 8th, 9th, and 10th at U.S. Bank Stadium for the Holiday Boutique. Um, Number 323. I wrote it 323, down. 323, yep. And then uh, at the Maker's Market um, on Grand Avenue on November 23rd. All right, so... Are there other makers that you've encountered in your life that you've, I always ask people like, is there anybody that inspired you that you're like, oh, they're so cool. Mm, So many, I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's so many. So I used to, um, I kind of still do. I run a little, a blog, um, that, uh, I just put out marketing tips and things for makers and, um, where, what's where is it? It's janasoyseth.com. Okay. Um, but I haven't updated it for a while because I've had, I've been a little busy doing this. That's all right. It's probably evergreen content there that Mm -hmm. could be useful for makers. Yeah. So, um, so there's, uh, just at these, these markets, I just see there's so many different types of makers that, you know, just, it's, it's just to follow them on Instagram and, and follow their stories. But I don't think any one particular, like, maker right all right well we'll of. go to the blog <laughs> to see some tips um where can people buy your products or where do you want them to find you first uh yeah they could go to luciabotanica.com it's l-u-c-i-a botanica is lucia your daughter lucia's her middle name lucia okay. was actually luke's grandmother oh nice. yeah and i liked the uh lucia comes from um, a, you know, it's kind of meaning light. is like a bring bringer of light in oh, darkness like sure. and, and it's kind of a, there's a, a form of it in almost every language, I think. <laughs> so, um, so we really just like the name. So. It's great. And then yeah. what's your Instagram? Is it Lucia Botanica? It's Lucia.Botanica. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you for being on the program. Thank I hope you, you so sell much. crap tons. Thank you. At these markets. <laughs> so many that you have to go back into formulation. Oh, mode and, that would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Do you um, formulate in like a lab or where do you formulate? Yeah. So we had a, an extra room in our house. So I kind of made that into a lab. Cool. And yeah. So I, I'm kind of running out of space. <laughs> like a mad scientist in there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Close the door and, and then things isn't bubbling. there is probably and... like for food makers, there's, you know, commercial kitchens and there right. probably isn't like commercial labs. Well, I don't know, actually. I'm Maybe not that's sure. that's the next frontier yeah. for you to conquer. Yeah. Right. I think so. I think, you know, having just a separate space is important, you know, because you want to keep it, you know, ultra clean and, yes. you know, but, um, 
but yeah, I look forward to maybe someday getting a little bit bigger warehouse area. So I have a room to spread out a little bit. Yeah. That would be super fun. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank it's you. really good to catch up with you guys. Yeah, you Let's too. Lucia Botanica. You can find them online, find them on Instagram, pop into any of the markets that they're going to be in for holidays and pick up their very, very cool and well-designed products. Thanks Thank for being you. here. Thank you.